Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, good to have you here, Alex Pearson, in for Mr. John Oakley, who should be back here on Monday. Uh, this is an interesting article that I read about irregular crossing or illegal crossing, whatever you want to call it. I tend to call it illegal crossing because when you come in you know, and you're not supposed to come in on a border crossing, then you, well, it's illegal. But the uh, issue of migrants crossing into Canada is uh, it's not just a problem. It is actually putting a huge strain on our immigration system and it's putting our security at risk. And, of course, Quebec's affected the most because they're coming through at the Roxham entrance, welcomed in, bags carried. Then they flow to Toronto, where we have seen huge, huge numbers, many of whom are ending up in shelters, which are now absolutely over capacity. And since 2017, around 20,000 migrants have come into Canada. It dips slightly this year to 15,700, but total refugee claims from all sources and the irregular border crossers who have come in, are actually running higher this year in the numbers than last. Christian Luprecht is a professor over at the Royal Military College of Canada, Queen's University, also with Monk Senior Fellow, as well as the Macdonald Laurier Institute. He's a guy with many, many titles. Uh, Good to have you, Christian. Hello. You've written a really interesting paper about this issue, and it's a very contentious issue because there's two very different sides uh, of this. But you, you write about how the fact that asylum seekers and, and immigrants are being discouraged from following legal avenues to come into this country. And it's lowered a lot of the public support for, for immigration overall. Who's discouraging them to do it the right way? So uh, I think it, this is, a, as you point out, this is a challenging issue. And the problem with these complex public policy issues, people also always want to have uh, simple um, uh, reasons for what's happening and then simple solutions. And the problem is that these simple solutions, then uh, this leads us to the long, wrong inferences and the wrong conclusions in terms of what actually needs, uh, what actually needs to be done. And so I think your, your question is, 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 a, is an apt question in terms of understanding the vast complexities that drive this phenomenon and how we might actually get, uh, how we might get a handle on this. And the ultimate problem I think you put your finger on, which is that um, there's sort of, in terms of our social contract on immigration, we've had sort of three fundamental premises. One is that our borders are well-managed and well-administered. Uh, the second is that immigrants to this country are well-integrated economically, socially, politically, and that they make a contribution to the prosperity of this country. And I think this partially explains why Canada is such an outlier in terms of a very diverse country where diversity works well and works in the interests of everybody. And so my concern is that what we're seeing, and we can already see this in polling results that I cite in the study, is undermining the fundamental social contract on which our entire refugee and immigration system is built and is premised. And so this is why we need to, I think, reassert the integrity of both our border management system and our immigration system, while at the same time making sure we meet our domestic and international legal obligations. Right. I mean, Canadians 
overall want fairness and they want just people to to go with the rules. But we're a very welcoming nation as long as you do it the right way. But people, as you know, uh, Christian, are very emotional about this. And the go to blame is on Donald Trump. But you write in this paper that that, you know, that simplifies the issue. Yeah, so two separate issues. So one is that um, once you make it into Canada, your chances of ever having ever being deported is uh, very small. So we currently have about 18,000 deportation orders out, of which only about 3,000 are actually actionable for a whole host of reasons, everything from not being able to obtain travel documents to whatnot. So it basically means if you make your way to Canada, you have a very good chance of staying here. And so in effect, crossing by whichever way into Canada has become a backdoor for immigrating into the country. Um, and that in itself, I think, is, is a fundamental challenge to uh, the rule of law immigration refugee system that we have. Mm-hmm. Then I think there's the, the, the oversimplification of and the, the dislike that most Canadians have for President Trump, the Trump administration, and his policies that likes to ascribe him as sort of the main cause of this. But really, at best, he's a multiplier. If we think of, for instance, President Obama before him, mm-hmm. who refugee advocates famously called the deporter-in-chief because he had already massively ramped up deportations from the United States. So the United States being considerably less inhospitable um, to migrants than it had been in the past, and also being less of a destination country for migrants than it had been, dates back to well before Donald Trump. Now then people say, well, then how do you explain the sudden sort of surge in irregular migration to Canada? Well, it turns out there's a whole number of also other policy issues that happen to coincide. For instance, uh, just in the weeks before the election of Donald Trump, we fully implemented uh, sharing of entry and exit data with the United States, which means that anybody who shows up at the Canadian border but who's a visa overstay in the United States would readily be detected, as are people who, for instance, have a visa to the United States uh, but, uh, but wouldn't normally be admissible into Canada. So we have a lot more visibility on individuals. Um, the enhanced travel authorization had been implemented literally weeks before the election, which means uh, like fully implemented. So the ability of, 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 uh, of, of people who are not U.S. or Canadian citizens to uh, have to apply for authorization to uh, enter Canada before they get to airports. We have the implementation of biometric passports that have significantly reduced um, the ability of people to use forged or otherwise stolen, for instance, travel documents to try to enter vessels and enter Canada by air and by sea, and a whole host of other pressures that have meant that really the main avenue to make it to Canada now is by land because it is so hard to get here now by sea Mm -hmm. or by air. Um, And so that has meant that many more people, for a whole host of reasons, are entering the U.S., but with the primary intention of coming to Canada. So they're not entering the U.S. to stay in the U.S. and then they discover, oh, it's really inhospitable here and so we better go to Canada. Rather, they are finding a number of, of, of reasons and mechanisms and means to make their way to the U.S., but with the sole purpose of then entering Canada irregularly. But that's gaming the system, and that's where you get the anger. And the polling has showed it, that Canadians don't like, uh, you know, to be to be uh, fooled. Um, and so why wouldn't they then be stopped in the United States? Like, how is it that they're allowed to travel on? We have an agreement, the Safe Third Country Agreement. You land on that soil, that's where you stay, and yet they leave. How, how are they allowed to do that? Is that lazy, um, you know, immigration officers not doing their job, not checking documents? How is this happening? 
So that's a very good question, and that's partially the, the myth that I'm trying to take apart with very concrete data in this report. So two-thirds of the individuals who show up at Canadian at the, at the Canadian border and cross irregularly are people who actually enter the U.S. legally. Um, and they're able to get a visa to the United States, um, but then cross into Canada. Um, that also includes people who are visa overstays, but they are relatively small proportions of people who at one point entered the U.S. legally, but then, uh, but then overstayed and then uh, make their way to Canada. But for instance, the previous public safety minister, Ralph Goodell, had explicitly called out the United States on the disproportionate number of individuals from Nigeria who were being issued visas by the American uh, mission um, and uh, then arriving in the U.S. and uh, within days or hours made their way to the uh, to the Canadian border. Um, this is an important to mention because on the one hand, uh, it, it it allows us to point out some of the challenges in the U.S. Uh, visa system, but there's also many more. U.S. missions are much more plentiful than Canadian missions, so it's much easier just to find a U.S. mission uh, and to obtain a visa than it is to find a Canadian mission and come to Canada. Um, and uh, so the United States this indicates remains our most important partner um, in terms of our cooperative efforts to try to get a handle on this problem. So people yeah. who demonize the United States and say we can't work with the Americans, um, it's not a safe country, to the contrary. I mean, logically, if people are crossing from the United States, inherently the United States uh, needs to be our partner. There's other flows. There's people who uh, can't get a visa to Canada or the United States who then fly into a Central or South American country where they can get visa-free mm -hmm. entry uh, and make their ways up to Canada. But what's also important to note is that people on temporary protected status in the United States. There's about 300,000 of them. They've been much in the news. Uh, and those are people who were, were individuals in Canada who are uh, very much on sort of the refugee advocate side of things point out that these are the majority of people who come to Canada. Well, it turns out they're actually a very tiny minority of people who are crossing irregularly into Canada. And it also turns out that once they file for their for refugee status here, nine out of 10 of them get rejected, which makes good sense because in most cases, Canada had already rescinded temporary protected status for those individuals long before the U.S. rescinded their status so that they would be unlikely to qualify for refugee status here. And so my concern is that we want to make sure that we reserve our refugee system for those who are the most vulnerable right. in the world and not those who can somehow game the system, mm -hmm. find get an airplane ticket to the U.S. and get a visa, um, and then, for instance, somehow find their way up here, or who are unlikely to meet the criteria um, of ultimately being uh, determined successfully to be a refugee in Canada to begin with. Yeah, and then put burdens on all of our systems, and uh, it's, a, it's a mess. Christian, thanks a lot. A really fascinating paper. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. That is uh, Christian Loprecht. And again, this is why you get the anger. People want to come in. Canadians want to welcome people in, but do it the right way. And the fact that it's um, been able to go on so long like this, it's just ridiculous. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.